Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. And we move along, Be'ezer Hashem, to the next Mishnah. Per Mishnah Gimel, Perakal of Mishnah Gimel, Atignish Yisoychoi Kibil Mishimna Tzadik. He was a Talmud of Shimna Tzadik and kept the Mishnah going from Shimna Tzadik. Who are you, Aymer, used to say, Antignish? Do not be like those servants who serve their master with the intent just to get reward. Why? That's certainly not a perfect way of serving. It's certainly not lishma. He's not serving the master for the sake of the master. Rather to receive a gift, a reward, he's doing it very selfishly. So certainly not the ideal. And uh, as we explained at the outset, these are mili de chasidus. This could be above and beyond the letter of the law, but this is mili de chasidus. So someone who wants to be a chasid, go lefnimishur as I didn't live on a higher plane. So that's what we learn in this Mishnah. Listen to the version we have here. With the intent not to receive a reward. Sounds like serve Hashem without wanting to have a reward. Yeshemrim sub changed the text. You can't serve Hashem not to receive a reward. Don't serve Hashem that you shouldn't get any reward. In other words, serve Hashem for the sake of Hashem. But know good and well that there will be a reward for the work that we do. So to serve Hashem and I don't want any payment seems a bit strange. Elagir, so their version is, Shaloi Amanasik Serve Hashem not with the intent, not with the motivation in order to receive the reward. Don't serve Hashem in order to get the reward. Even though a person has to know that indeed there will be reward in exchange for his avoid. But Rabbi Yenid says, I prefer the actual, the girsa that I see here. Why? Actually, we see such a type of scenario, even amongst people. For example, if a person owns a slave, he bought a servant. It's, it's his acquisition. That servant, this is something that we learned at the end of Cheves when the Baalei Mishkainis. We are Hashem's servants. And even if a person buys a servant, that servant must serve his master regardless if there will be reward by the mere fact that he is an owned possession of the master. So indeed, we are servants of our country. Baruch Hashem created us and he owns us. Secondly, another reason why it makes sense to serve Hashem without any expectation of reward. Another idea that Chavis had mentioned over there, because HaKadosh Baruch Hu already has done so much for every person, so it's really just paying Hashem back for reward we already have gotten. And another reason, and of the exaltedness, the greatness of Hashem, that He is simply worthy of us serving Hashem, serving Him. This is what it means to serve Hashem out of love, out of Ava. What's considered a true avoided by people? That you want to serve the one 
who you lo- who you love and loves you. Because of his love, he has already expressed and displayed from earlier times. Even though you you know he's not going to give you any payment, but he already has showed the fact that he has done so much for you in the past. That is certainly an appropriate way to serve Hashem for all the good that we already have received. And therefore, it's joined together with the next idea in the Mishnah, the fear of heaven should be upon you. From both, from the fact that we have already received so much out of Hashem's love for us, and because of the greatness of the Master. With the knowledge that this is a master that is so great and has such a power to be able to punish anyone at, at his will. You do it out of a sense of awe and reverence. Not because I'm afraid he's going to punish me. But just the fact that the knowledge of knowing how great this master is of how much he could punish me, that itself has a, a certain reverence. A good marshal of this idea is explained by Pchatzka Levenstein in his Sefer, or Yecheskel. Imagine an Adam Godel asks you to do him a favor. Imagine, for Shmuel Kamenetsky is all gesundzain. He asks me, could, he, could I bring him a Sefer? Or could I get his coat from the coat room? Would I... When it dawn upon me that I say, well, I'm doing something for this person. Maybe I'm going to get paid. Should I get paid? It doesn't enter my mind that I should get any reward. Just the mere fact of how much a person feels he already has gained from that Adam Godel, directly, indirectly, and the schus of being able to be mishamish a Godel, mishamish someone because of his godless, that's really the idea of serving Hashem, meyava umeyir. We continue along, Mishnah Dalit. The next group, Yoisi ben Yoyezerish Tzereda, the Yoisi ben Yoichanan, who was issued Shalayim, Kiblu Mayhem. Our version is Mayhem from them. Who's them? It would seem just from Antigna. He says Rabbi Yenemi Shimonat Tzadik, and as they first learned from Shimonat Tzadik, and when Shimonat Tzadik was Nifter, when he passed on, his Talmud, Antignus took over, and then the two Yoisis, Yoisi and Yoisi have learned from him. So Yoisi ben Yoisi said three things. Your house should be a house that Chachamim want to come into to meet, to gather for their meetings. It doesn't say you should invite Chachamim to your house. It's talking about how you should make sure your house should be. Your house should be a house that Chachamim will be comfortable going there. That's your bias should be a base fad that the Chacham will be feel comfortable. When they have to speak with one another. It's only going to be in a person who is a honorable and a distinguished person, who indeed is Mechabit Chacham, but if a person who is a lowly person, if they would ask Chacham, do you want to go meet in this person's house? He's not going to want, like we find the Gemara says, the Nikiah would first check out whose house is it that we're going to before they would even go enter inside. This person, this person is not Mechabit Chachomim. This person despises Chachomim. Now all of a sudden he's inviting us to his house. 
we don't feel comfortable going. So therefore, Yosef and Yosef, make your house a house that Chachamim feel comfortable going into. Second, the heavy misafik ba'afaraglaim. What does that mean? Sit in the dust of their feet. Shinin ben kavod. This is that you should afford kavod. You should give kavod to Chachamim. Sheidarkem lamav ne'achachamim. It was the way that when the Chacham used to teach, some people would stand. Some would get a, a seat on the bench. Some would literally sit at their feet on the floor in the dust. Like Rabbi Yechim said, When Rav was learning in the yeshiva then, he was sitting, but I had to stand. In other words, Rav was greater than them. So you see, there was a certain hierarchy. So s- summarizing these two points, make sure that you are mechubed in the eyes of people so that Chachamu want to come to your house. And secondly, and make sure you are mechubed by being ready to sit in the dust of their feet to be mechubed from them. And a third thing, Yosef ben Yehazah says, Someone who's satisfied, he had enough to eat, even a sweet, delicious fruit or something that he can eat, like a sweet honey, he'll trample on it. But someone who's starving, even something that's really bitter will be sweet to him because of his fam, because he is, he's so famished. Someone who had enough to learn, He's not so interested. They give him pearls, jewels of wisdom of Taira. He's not interested. He steps on and he tramples them. Someone who's thirsting and, and hungry for Taira and desires to hear them. Even if they just tell him, this is the halacha, this is the rule. I don't know the reason yet, but I want so much to know Taira. He's happy with that. Yimtik b'fiu, it's going to be sweet in his mouth. V'yisbach boy, and he'll be happy about learning it. Shu yadeya shuham. As first of all, because if he knows it's Torah, then he'll be happy even if he doesn't understand it in full. Doesn't know all the reasons, but this is Torah. And number two, akha shirabi omri. This seems to be a second point of Rabbein Yaina. And if his Rebbe said it's someone who he trusts is only giving him the emiss of Torah, he'll be makabalat b'simcha. Kol tuf. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.